0: Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads Podcast, where two football diehard fans feel the joy and pain of being lifelong Washington fans. They will bring you an unapologetic and an occasional level-headed opinion. So hold on as we fight for old D.C. with your two favorite knuckleheads.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads Podcast. And as always, sitting over there is my main man, Reggie. What's up, Reg? Knucklehead Nation. Knucklehead Nation. Let's ride. Knucklehead Nation.
0: Let's ride. Let's
1: ride. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, the Burgundy Gold (laughs) Nation uh, needs to join up with with us knuckleheads, don't Uh, they? I know, man. So we can all, let's ride. Yeah, yeah. How how you been since our last podcast, Reg? I'm good, man.
0: I'm good. You know, I had my... uh, had my little surgery. Yeah, yeah. You got and, your got uh, your hand wrapped there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telling people I got in a fight, man. They should see they should see the other guy. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. But,
1: Reggie had my Reggie had my back. I, I was in over my head and <laughs> Reggie came along and, and, and took care of. Uh,
0: no, God, no. That guy was huge, man. No, I'm too old to be
1: fighting. A cowboy fan was huge.
0: And you and you <laughs> no, no no Too old to be fighting, man. But I uh <laughs> I had, had a little surgery on my yeah, yeah. on my hand, so it's all wrapped up. So I'm, I'm one handed right now, y'all. But uh, but it's not gonna stop me from showing up, man. I'm showing no. up.
1: Yeah, yeah. And here yeah. I am.
0: Yeah, we're glad glad uh, that's right. glad the surgery went uh, went well for you. And it did, man. It did. I'm I'm ready to go you'll now. Be,
1: you'll be back at the gym,
0: you know, before you know it. That's right. I feel like uh, I feel like the player. You know, we got a lot of players return from injury, so I feel like one of the players right now. You know. That's right. Just give me a little. Give me a little, give me a little time, man. You're on the
1: sideline. Don't, don't you're, put me on the pup. Yeah, no. You're you're on the sideline. You're, you're on the
0: uh, on the bike. That's you know, right. Over that's, on the right. Side. that's right. I'm in street clothes right now. <laughs> 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 I'm in street clothes, just sitting on the sideline, you know. But but I'm here. I'm yeah. here, y'all. We're, we're we're glad you're here. We're glad you're here. Yeah, man. Appreciate that. But uh, but yeah, we
1: had um, uh, doing another quick podcast today. Not uh, shouldn't
0: take too terribly long but uh Yeah, we just want to be able to stay in front of folks and keep people that are tuning in to us and in, in fact i want to give a special shout out to yeah. um to my guy his twitter handles at deers and beers you know he he decided that uh he was looking for something to um listen to i told him hey give hey, us give us a, give us a yeah. check Ca- out came you across know? us yeah, yeah. so he, he he uh went out there and listened to us and uh he liked it and you know, sent out a retweet and everything. Well, so. he didn't,
1: I, and I, I like the way he he said that uh, he was listening to us. He uh, it was some chores. Yeah, he was doing some chores around the house, mowing, added, mowing the added, grass, going to put the headset on and 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 listen to know, some podcasts, ride, ride the mower and go. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we appreciate. It. I'm sure I got a feeling his, his lawn looked a little bit crisper and cleaner <laughs> after listening to the Burger and
0: Gold while he was while he was doing yard work. Man. That's right out. So so if you follow if you're on Twitter and. uh, you know, give give a shout out to him, or we'll give a follow to uh, at Deers and Beers. Uh, he seems like our kind of guy. So yeah, so yeah, let's, let's, yeah. He, he, ride.
1: he rides with the Burgundy and Gold. So we, right. we, we like that. That's we right. like that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of following up on a couple things for for those that maybe haven't uh, listened to the last couple podcasts. Um, I think we we had two interviews. It was our, our first interviews that we had done. Episode sixty five, we interviewed former. Washington wide receiver, Anthony Armstrong, Washington Redskins. At the time, Washington Redskins. Yes. (laughs) Uh, but yeah.
0: And I'm Anthony Armstrong, man. Yeah. He,
1: he, uh, gave us some insight on, on camp and grinding, uh, through, through camp and just for him to make it to the NFL. I thought that was, was a real interesting podcast. And then we followed up the next week, episode 66 with Jen Leno, uh, the wife of Charles Leno, big number 72. Yep, starting left tackle. And she gave some insight of, of family life as a, you know, the family life surrounding some of these players. Uh, some, some real good stories, insightful stories, funny yeah. stories. Yeah. An- another great,
0: another great, good great interview. show. Good yeah. interview. So, yeah. yeah, so please please go back and check us out there. And, uh, and, again, you know, do us a favor. And, you know, a lot of times we're, re- we're tweeting out uh, when our episodes are dropping, if you're not subscribing on, on all the platforms, because we're out there on all of them, pretty much, uh, yeah. Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Apple
1: iHeart, yeah, Pandora, so, and everything. I don't know of any that we're not on. That we're not on at this point.
0: So, yes. so if you're not getting the notifications through Twitter, you know, certainly we're on these uh, on all of these platforms. So, you know, subscribe there, and uh, you can get the notifications as they come out.
1: And, and again, like like. Reggie had just mentioned, uh, we greatly appreciate the retweet. Uh when, when we throw something out there, especially when we have a when we drop an episode of our podcast, retweet it, push it out to your friends, send them uh you know, instant messages, text messages, Dude, whatever. Well, let them know, uh, check us out. I, I love them know. Hey, yeah, hey man, you got you check these
0: guys out. Yeah. Uh we we, we appreciate it. like I so said, we're trying to grow grow the show. Yeah, especially being out here in Dallas because uh we're not we're not uh in the D.C. area, so we don't... Yeah, we, we got to fight the fight out here. <laughs> yeah, so we don't get a chance to be at all of the functions and all the fan events and things like that that uh, I tell you, man, we love to be. We, we're, we're quite jealous of all the folks that are able to get out and take photos and autographs well, well, and all the fan things yeah, out in the spe- D.C. area.
1: Yeah, speaking of one of the things that I'm uh, missing out on is, is you know, the, when you see the pictures of camp, Yeah. right? You seen these highlight pictures uh, and, and and quick videos that people are catching, or after practice the players are coming through and man, I, it sounds like a lot of the players are really taking time to
0: do all yeah. the, the yeah. signings yeah, those signatures, and everything. And said they're sticking around, yeah, you know, thirty minutes or so after practice just to sign autographs and take pictures with all the fans. And so right. that, I think it's awesome, man. And then was it last night? Night before
1: they had the practice at at the stadium last night last night, right, last night right 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 last night at the stadium so they could get even more fans
0: in and yeah and man. From everything that i saw man i i wanted to be there man yeah the reports are good man all the folks uh i immediately went to twitter just to kind of you know get some feedback on the folks that were there quite a few people showed up man it was good to see uh uh the people tweeting and showing videos and pictures and uh the Apparently the the environment was really, really charged, man. Folks are excited. You could hear on some of the catches, you know, there was was a few highlight catches.
1: I mean, I'm sure a lot of it is just regular catches. They're running their patterns and running things, but there was a couple, uh, you know, kind of over the shoulder, deep passes and man, you could hear the crowd uh, in the, in the videos definitely react uh,
0: to some of these plays. So
1: I would like, again, I would have loved to have been there and, and, had my, had my voice and my cheering going on. Yeah, man. That. You
0: know we have been there. I mean, folks, folks tailgated. I mean, as if it was a real oh, yeah, 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 yeah. People, yeah. People, people I didn't think up. about that. Yeah, but people yeah. met up early. They did the tailgating and they did all of that good stuff, man. Oh man, I can, I can, I can smell that
1: them grills going already, man. That would, I'm sure there was music going in. everybody in their new Commanders gear as well as old Washington Redskins gear. Um, I'm
0: I'm sure that was a good scene. Definitely a good scene. Yeah. Yeah, so that was good, man. That was good. I'm glad that the uh, organization um, did that and that they, it's not the first time, but I'm glad that there's something that they're doing and uh, allowing fans to get out there and and I'm sure under the lights at night, you know, gives it that, that that extra feel to it and stuff. Uh, And I imagine the,
1: the, the players themselves have to love being there on the actual field in the stadium with a lot of fans. It's it's not the same atmosphere as as, uh, what opening day is going to be like, but yeah they're they're still getting a reaction from the crowd on good plays offensively or defensively
0: yeah um and and you gotta like that, yeah yeah you know, even as a player it's good man so but now I think we're two weeks into into camp yeah um and uh you know now we're i don't wanna say buckling down it's not the quite quite the word I'm looking for, but we're now i guess shifting gears uh, there we go, we're shifting gears to. Um, probably the second half of camp, but now we're starting to get into uh, where we get some game action uh, now we get to see see some preseason games, get to see some real bullets flying and um, uh, get some players out there and see how things are translating from camp now to on the field when you're playing some other people as opposed to the guys you're seeing in practice every day right and, uh, and so with that, you know there's still some things that we've we've heard read, seen I guess from all of the media, local media, and even some of the fans are putting out there some things going into camp. And so with that, uh, we have a couple things we'd like to touch on that, we, that we're that we concerned, I guess. Um, I'm not saying that we're freaking out yeah. by any means, but some things that we would like to see improve or some things that we're concerned about for the rest of camp into preseason before we get to week one against Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, and and I'll, and I'll probably go ahead and just raise my hand and say I, 100% as a fan... I am all in. I always am, right? But kind of sitting back and trying to be critical, practical, observing and seeing what concerns or not concerns are. I probably have a little bit more concerns than you do. You do. And uh he does y'all. Yeah, and I and I just because I bring him up doesn't mean that they're going to happen, right? But it's just things that come up. Um, a, as I look into this season, I see, like I said, a handful of things, and I'll and I'll go over them with you, Reggie, and let you uh, make your comments on them, one way or the other. Okay. Let's and, do it. And, and you can't have a concern with Washington without just let's just get the first one out of the way. Any anybody is going to think about it is Carson Wentz. Okay. Um, <laughs> he he's had. When he was with Philadelphia, and also when he was with um, Indianapolis, he he has highs and lows, and and when he gets hot, he, he's tough to beat, right? He's a he's a big guy, strong arm. Uh, he will definitely push the ball downfield, but sometimes he won't give up on a play, and and wait for the next play or the next series, and he'll extend a play or try to force something and have turnovers and i'm hoping with experience and coaching and 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 reflecting on experience that the mistakes like that will filter off but until i see them dying off it is a it is a concern of interceptions as well as uh fumbles from getting hit in the pocket and just standing there too long where you
0: where you need to either throw it away or you just
1: tuck it in, and and fall down right, yeah, right be prepared for the hit
0: well, I, I, I clearly, just based on discussions you and I have had privately, I do not have the level of concern for Carson Wentz as you do. Um, am I naive to his past? Not at all. Am I as worried about Carson's past coming into the present the way you are? No, not really. And my biggest reason for that is Carson Wentz, on the surface, just as he is, without any improvement in his play, is better than anything that we've had since who? Kirk Cousins, maybe. And, so he's a, so he's an upgrade right. over anything we've had since Kirk Cousins, at at least. And 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 let me interject: the bar is not high on that. But continue on. No, it's not high on that. But we had a guy throwing for over four thousand yards a season. Okay. Had the ability to move the offense; it wasn't stagnant. He was productive. He did some things, some good things for us. Now you couple that with, this is probably the best collection of talent we've had as a team since I can't tell you when. Even better than those Kirk Cousins teams. Well, well Co- collectively, well, not, we're not, you can you, you can debate the different positions, but collectively as a as a as a team. This is the best team we've had. So all of that combined, even with all the warts from Carson Wentz, right. I feel pretty good. And then, oh, by the way, we're going into what is perceived to be the easiest schedule in the NFL. And I know everyone had an offseason. People right. are getting better. People had draft picks and everything. But we're playing the AFC South. But that that, that, with, doesn't, that makes any quarterback that is playing for Washington
1: probably better than last year. I mean, even if Heineke was, was – our quarterback this season, he should have a better season he, this he, he, year. He should. He should than, than last year. because because
0: an easier schedule and more talent around. Him. I understand, but that is true. But he, but we also dealing with a more talented quarterback. He's he's, he's more talented than Taylor, Taylor Heineke. So so all of that. Well, combined, we've seen a lot of ta- we've seen a lot of talent that fails. Where here, we're talking about a quarterback. We're talking about the most important position in football. Alex Smith had broken legs. He was past his prime. No, no, no. Uh, I, I don't disagree. We brought, in, we brought disagree. in all of the other quarterbacks that came in. We know Taylor from the from the jump had limitations. So, again, we've not had a quarterback that can do it all, not on his way out or any of those things. We've not had that guy in a long, long time. And then on top of that, we have the most collection of talent we've had. I feel pretty good about it.
1: Well, I'll back on that because that takes me to my second concern. Okay. Is... You know, for for Wentz to be successful, I think we're gonna to need to see our collectively our wide receivers perform and produce better than last year. And Terry's gonna be Terry, right? There's nobody that has any right. concerns or questions about Terry. Correct. But you know, what are we gonna get out of Samuels? We don't know. And all all the indications are uh from training camp that uh, the rookie Jahan, Jahan yep. is is I mean he he's looking like a, a, a as advertised. true first round draft pick. Okay, but it hasn't happened yet, right? Okay, and 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 I'm not saying that it's not going to happen. Don't get me wrong, but until we have a true second, third, you know, I would love to go to where we have a second and third wide receiver, and until I see that. Uh, It's a concern because last year, for those that don't know, our second and third leading receivers were running backs. Right. Right. Um, And and I don't want to get in that situation again. It's not it's not good for a balance. That's not good for Carson Wentz. That's not good for
0: uh, play calling either. Right. So so with that being the case, very valid, very valid concern um, in terms of the wide receiver and and any production we're going to get outside of Terry. Um but I will say again going back to um having talent outside of Terry last year we had guys that we were hoping to overachieve the way Terry did Terry was a third round pick we were hoping that guys like Dax and Cam Sims and Kevin Harmon all these guys were either late round picks undrafted and we were hoping to get this huge production out of these guys um, well, even to, Humphreys, to, to, right? H- Humphreys came here. He, yeah, but again, he's a veteran but, on, the, on this last leg. I understand, though. but he was he was productive at other places. No, he was productive when he played with, with Fitzpatrick. That's it. He he was not productive anywhere else. But when he came here, he just... Fitzpatrick I, didn't play. I, I didn't expect him to be <laughs> a, a
1: high, high level, but I, I expected a lot more out of him. I expected more out of Curtis
0: Samuels. Obviously, there was uh, injury there, but... So again, it, 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 so again, yeah. we're relying on guys, veteran players that are beyond past their prime like we've done the QB position. So to me, we were hoping that we would get some production opposite of Terry, and that didn't come to fruition. This time, Curtis Samuel is now back, assuming that he's healthy, and I know that is a big if. And I'm with you. So until I see this guy play in live action and can put some games together, I need to see it to believe it. And then Jahan Dotson, Right. To your point, we, we've had a lot of camp heroes. And then, when right. the, and then when the regular season comes, we never hear these guys. But of all the wide receivers that I think we've drafted in the past, because we have a terrible history of drafting wide receivers in the first round, none of these guys seem to have been having a lot of um, uh, positive uh, things being said about them doing training camp. Right. This is already happening with this kid. Very much like what we heard about Terry. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Over and over, consistently, since right. day one, OTAs, all the way up to this. So there's hope. Again, that's why I said I understand your concern. We've not seen it yet, but there's hope that this kid is the real deal. Right. He's as advertised. But to your point, until we see it, you have to question whether or not Terry has his his Robin right. to be his, you know, to his and, Batman.
1: And as people have, have listened to at least the last five or six—not counting kind of in the interviews—but last five or six or seven podcasts, kind of my going into the twenty twenty two season, my my kind of my motto has been "prove it," right? right? Hashtag right. "prove it," and and I think so far, Wentz needs to prove it, right? The wide receivers, second and third wide receiver, and 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 Camp Sims has moments where you think he's he's going to break and become a. A true impactful, not necessarily a, a a number one wide receiver, but an impactful a a solid third wide receiver on a team and he just I, I don't know what it is from a consistency perspective, but outside of Terry, I think all the other wide receivers need to prove it, yeah,
0: fair right? enough, that's and, fair,
1: and I think they can don't get me wrong, but until until they do, it's all potential,
0: correct, right, correct.
1: I'm with you um on the other side of the ball. Our number one draft pick from last year, Jamin Davis. <laughs> I'm, I'm I need him to step up. Uh, I, I think if there's a an overall area that we are weakest on the team, it's probably at linebacker, and and at the end, I'll, I'll say the last three or four games last year, it seemed like it started to click for him. You saw him start to react and make plays without thinking about it. You started to see some some moments where his speed and, and blowing up some plays. And I was like, oh, man, where, you know, where were you on week four? Where were you on week six? And now you're doing it. And I'm hoping the second year will, will get him into a role within Washington that he can be an impactful player because pure talent and skills and speed – To play linebacker, he has it. It's just a matter if it between the ears will will it click for him. And as they say, the game slows down for him.
0: Right. Well, you know, of you know, this is our third one we talked about. This is probably my number one concern about this team going into camp, during camp, and going into the season. And until they do something different, this will remain my number one because not only. Do we have a fifth round guy in Cole? And Cole Cole has been great. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. And then we have Jamie Davis, a first round pick, who struggled as the Mike linebacker in the Mike linebacker position. And now he's being moved to the, uh, uh, I'm not sure if he's going to the weak or strong side, but either way, he's going to the outside. Outside, yeah. And so, so we need to see it because on top of that, we need the production on the defense, but then. Second to that is there's no one behind them.
1: And that's what I'm going to say is, is the, the coaching staff, in a lot of ways, they don't have a plan B. Right. <laughs> you know, right. From, from a depth of linebacker uh, possession. It, it drops off fast.
0: Right. And so if you don't get to the production, there's no one pushing these guys. And and I've been hearing out of camp that Jamin Davis has been splitting time with David Mayo. David right. Mayo... I mean, this guy doesn't excite people, right? Right. He he played solid when he was playing last year,
1: but he's not. I mean, he's on the the back end, back half of his career.
0: Look, man, we look, we want our number one draft uh, pick say, to be a number one. Our number one draft pick should not be splitting snaps with with David Mayo at this right, point, right? And he certainly shouldn't be splitting snaps at this point in camp. Whereas David Mayo and you know this whole thing about packages and things of that nature, where Cole's not coming out based on package, right? So why is Jamin coming out based on package? Right. Um, but but there's some concern there. This is my number one concern because if our front guys, front four, and in some cases they're gonna play they're gonna play that five-two-five, five, you know, with five down linemen. Right. If quarterback slash running back slash tight end gets beyond the line of scrimmage and your linebackers can't play, now you got your safeties and linebackers. And by the time those guys are coming up to tackle, these are huge chunk yards for the for the for the opposing offensive team. Sure. So linebacker play, linebacker depth is a huge, huge that's number one in my list. Not not Carson Wentz, not wide receiver. It's the linebacker issue. Yeah,
1: yeah. I and I didn't I, I guess Wentz is honestly my my number one issue, but from a from, a, from a glaring Wentz. hole, um or potential glaring hole, um yeah, Jamin, and Davis needs to needs to step up his game for for the defense to be where we want it to be. Yeah. Uh, the other concern I have is, is not one player. It's a it's a collection of players, and that group of players is all the players coming off of major injury from last year. Uh, some of the players have been on the field some, some haven't. Uh, and I'll go down. You got. Uh, uh, Chase Young, you got Samuels, Logan Thomas, Saint Juice. uh, You got our center uh, Ruiere, and even the players that are on the field currently is just going to be an an injury that that pops up its head again. As as an example, Saint Juice is a concussion, and we've Washington has seen uh, you know Reed, you know tight end (laughs) Reed of of once you got the one concussion. It seemed like it seemed like it was just you know you could uh, you know the the ball could accidentally hit you in the head and you got a concussion and I'm not, I'm not making light of it I'm not making fun of him but there's people that end up it, it becomes habitual you know uh, it come just on becomes man an
0: issue. I could have said I started to say butterfly okay no man no, listen listen in all fairness I, I understand what you're getting at but Reed had concussion issues coming out of college. Okay, not St. Juice, but to your point though, you have one. You can have another. I mean, St. Juice missed probably eight games. I was going to say, so, it, right? but, 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 the, but the one
1: concussion was a long time, and I understand concussions are a different breed. It's not like an ankle, and you can always say it's going to be you know right. three to, three to five weeks. A concussion could be no games,
0: right? Right? Maybe or, one or game. Could miss or, half or the could season,
1: half season, or more. Right? Now, and, I understand. I feel and, you, and it, and it tends to be one. I'm not saying he's gonna be in this situation, but it tends to be once people have two or three concussions, it seems to be easier to get the other easier one. to get the next oh, that's, one. That's fair. I, I understand. I get it. And, and, and I'm not picking on him, right? That's not that's not something that anybody uh, but, but it's a major can, one. Can though. I mean, it got missed half a the season. Concern. It got right. missed half the
0: season from from a concussion. Right.
1: Uh, you know, Young isn't back yet, they're not trying to rush him but they already said he's not going to be there opening day. I don't think he's going to be there till week 4 or 5. Okay. Um Samuel's pretty much out all last season and he's already been held out, you know, a couple days apparently, through, through apparently, training camp.
0: That's part that's part of the uh, part of the system. The, I, I understand. I, I don't I'm not buying it, but that's, no, that, no, no, that's no, part no. of the system. No, that's I, part I, of the plan. Well, they they did say
1: one I understand them bringing him along slowly. But he did have some tweak or nagging issue, and that's why they kept him out at least for one or two days, and then they had him doing some stuff on the side for another day or two. But they say during the open practice, man, that they had at FedEx Field last night, he they say, man, he looked good. I like it. I mean, he said he looks good. And, and I'm sure when he's healthy, he probably will look good. Just stay healthy. Uh, Logan Thomas, he's not going to be there week one uh, from, from all indications as well uh but we do have chase uh not uh i'm sorry uh our center yeah he's back uh he's back and uh been been through practice and everything, so considering last year we were on our fifth uh fifth center during the season, we like
0: to have uh all of our starters yeah and then and then during the practice speaking of injuries um uh, you know clearly Logan Thomas was out, John Bates hasn't practiced, and then the rookie um uh, Cole Turner, I think hamstring or something. Right. And he wasn't there last night. So now you're down to your <laughs> fourth and fifth guy right. that were that were part of the practice. And and from what people said, the guys that were out there looked pretty good. But still, though we were just at yesterday's practice, we were down to our fourth and fifth string right. um tight end. Right. Um injuries is a huge concern. If you're a fan of this team and and I don't mean from a fair weather perspective, someone who's diehard and followed this team for the past years not wishy-washy in and out you know one thing that has been consistent among everything else has been the injuries um we have been we've led the league and ir players on ir and those types of things and injury has seemed to be uh the bug that just seems to eat this team up right Yeah, COVID even caught us
1: hard last year compared to a lot of other teams
0: i mean we're not a you know we already wasn't a a great team and then we started getting losing our good players to injuries so I'm concerned about it, because what concerns me the most, unlike Chase, Chase went out, Chase Roulier, the center, right. he went out, but the time of his injury allowed him to rehab a little bit and get back to training camp. Right. Our other key guys, you know, Chase Young, um, Logan Thomas, you know, those guys have spent the offseason rehabbing and not getting back to, to training camp in time in order to better and hone their craft. Right. So, they're going to spend the regular season, if you will, basically, it's training camp. Right. So, they're going to come in, and the real bullets are already flying, whereas Chase Roulier, St. Jude's, Curtis Samuel, we're coming back from injuries, and those guys are going through training camp. Those other guys have missed all OTAs, all offseason, just rehabbing. Right. And I think they'll come back healthy. I, you know, get based on the injuries, ACL injuries are no longer career-ending injuries, but... Nonetheless, they got to come back. They got to get into football shape just to get back to where guys have been playing the the past four, five, six weeks. And so I have concerns. Uh, To your point, I have very major concerns about some of the injuries and the the timing of those injuries, which I do know, so I don't want anyone yelling that, you know, listening to me here. I understand the timing of the injury dictates when they come back. But the reality of it is they're not back. And they won't be back by the time the season starts. And then if you... You want? You, I mean, we want everybody. Everybody
1: wants Chase Young to be back week one. No, but I want I mean, him back. No, when he's no. Healthy. But I'm saying we we want him back week one, right? But you don't want to push him to where right. he re injures it, right? And then it's not only you have a setback, right? Not not only a setback, but you know how does this affect you a year from now, two years from now, three years from now when. As Washington fans, we want nothing but success for all these guys. And, and Chase Young you know, being a, a dominating, difference-making uh, pass
0: rusher is, is, is ultimately what we want. Right. So if he's not ready for week one, week two, week three, I don't care. If it takes to week five and week six for him to be ready, then let it be week five and week six before he's ready. And the same thing with Logan Thomas, man. I mean, yeah. those, those, guys are, uh, those guys are very critical to, to what we do. They're very critical to what we're trying to do and where we're going. And uh, when they come back, I want them to be fully healthy because I do think the defensive front will be fine without Chase, especially given us our schedule early on in the season. And I, I have confidence in our tight ends, uh, as long as they're healthy, that they can hold down the fort while um, while uh, Logan continues to get he- healthy. And, and what will help waiting for Logan
1: Thomas is for – when I said one of my other concerns is the other wide receivers to be able to step up, whether it's, you know, hopefully Samuels and um, Dotson. Dotson and obviously Terry. Uh, you know, hopefully, everybody else around, other than tight ends, there won't be as much pressure on the tight ends to perform. Right. Um, because other people are performing. I got one more concern for you. Okay. A little, a little from a little bit different perspective. I got a little bit of concern for the offensive and defensive coordinators on this team okay okay um the huh. i think the defensive coordinator del rio last year was if he was a did, player they, he'd have been cut he, he he it took too long to make the adjustments that were finally needed i think that was like week seven or week eight when we had our buy came out and all of a sudden you could see they had worked on things made some scheme adjustments and started playing at least average football or and a little bit better compared to the first six or eight weeks. We looked lost defensively the first five or six weeks. I'm apprehensive. I know Del Rio as a defensive coordinator has done very well in the past. Prior to Washington, uh, did very mediocre as a head coach, but as a defensive coordinator was successful everywhere. And I'm, I'm ready for him to get this team and this pool of talent that they've drafted and brought in for free agency for a couple of years up to speed to be the defense that
0: us fans expect it to be with the talent that we have? Okay. Um, let me just say this. I'm going to say this right now today. I don't think Jack Del Rio would be our defense coordinator after this season. Okay. That's that just, that just how I feel about it. Okay. Not that I dislike the guy one well, way or the other. I just and, don't think he'll be there.
1: And that – that kind of tells me that our defense might not be at the level that we are expecting. I mean if it is at the level we are expecting he should be here. Yeah,
0: he's yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean um
1: that that, that I mean when when coaches leave unless they're going to from, from a Del Rio perspective, the only place he would go is to a head coaching job, right? Um with success, no, no, th- with I think, success. I
0: think this is bigger than than the feel. I think this is, has something to go back to um the tweet, um, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah,
1: uh, but on the on the other side of the ball, you ha- you've got Scott Turner. But, oh, well, go I'm ahead. I'm sorry.
0: And but but I but I will say with but with Jack, I think I agree with you that he he hasn't maximized the talent on this team that he did in other places, and and again that coupled with again I think the uh, the little the little quote unquote dust up that he had with the organization right um, on his, on his tweet. Uh, re- regarding some things, I think that all in and of itself would be an issue. I just think it was just too late for Ron to kind of make the change. I don't think he wanted the distraction at this point, but I think that after the season, I think Jack Del Rio and and maybe just Jack will say, "I'm gonna give you one more year, and then I'm I'm gone anyway." Right? Because I don't think he wants to be be censored in that way. So he'll probably just you know th- chunk the Deuce and he'll get out of there. Um, but I think the defense is gonna perform better. But the coach Coach Del Rio needs to be quicker and better in making adjustments faster than halfway through the season before he looks at some tape and realizes, "Oh, we need to do something different." Well,
1: he's he's got some players that are. I'll use Payne as an example. That are that are definitely playing for contracts. Uh, there's a, there's a few players that Cole Holcomb's trying to get an extension. Well, I was gonna say you got you got Holcomb, you got Payne. Uh, you know, Montez is getting to the point of you know whether you. Take his his uh, fifth-year fifth fifth option. option. And yeah. I think they'll take the fifth-year option. But what I think they would like to do is get him at a at a good uh, – if, if they plan on keeping him, is is try to work a deal to where they don't even have to worry about the fifth-year option. They end up uh, – Just doing the extension. Do, finding an extension and and stretching that out.
0: Yeah. Um, and so why, these players are why, playing for it. Which is why I think the defense is going to be fine because I think you have enough guys playing for contract. I mean, Payne is going to be playing for contract. Uh, uh, Montez is playing for an extension. Cole Holcomb's needing that. Not r- shortly thereafter, you got um, Curl. Drawing a blank on his right, name. Right, uh, Cameron, Curl, Cameron, Cameron Curl is going to be coming up. You know, so they got some guys that are going to be playing for contracts,
1: man. Right, right.
0: On the other side of the ball, with I started to say
1: uh, Scott Turner, he's got a lot of tools. I mean, to, to your point that you had mentioned earlier, with Carson Wentz having some of the best tools to work with. The same 100% should be said with Scott Turner and the tools that he has. And obviously, I, I, I think everybody needs to be healthy and Carson Wentz needs to play well, but I need to see something not predictable. Um, it, it, well, we talked about it last year. I understand the the skill level and, and talent level, and a, basically a rookie in Heineke. You were conservative with a lot of your things that you did, but he he, he should be opening things up. He should be creating mismatches, um, doing uh, doing a lot of the things that you see in San Francisco and with the Rams, right? You know, I, I I'm not going to say that we are at that level skill set wise, but we have that same type of skill set to be able to create mismatches if our talent is what we expect it to be.
0: Right. Um, Between the two coordinators, um, I'm less worried about Scott Turner. I think Scott is creative enough, and to your point, he's got some toys to play with, some weapons that I think he will do fine with. My concern with Scott, and I'm going to contradict myself here, but, but hear me out, okay? Go ahead. Scott wasn't very creative over the past two seasons. Right. So I want him to be creative now that he's got a quarterback that's got some, that can do some things that he hasn't had in the, in the past. He's got some more weapons who can do those things with the quarterback that he now has. My concern is be creative, Scott, but don't get too cute. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm contradicting myself. I need him to be creative, but don't get too cute, Scott. So, But Scott is the least of my concern of the two coordinators because I think there's enough talent offensively that Scott will do what's best to kind of keep this thing going. And I think we'll see some things differently than we've not, we've seen in the past, but I think we'll be fine there. I just think that Jack De- De Rio is the one that is the huge question mark. And, oh, by the way, Scott, we need to make sure that what we saw in training camp a couple of days ago, that that was an issue at camp with the the ball on the ground with Gibson, and that wasn't Gibson fumbling the ball again because we cannot have that.
1: Well, I I think – Ron Rivera uh, and everybody will when it comes to fumbling,
0: he's going to be on a short leash. no doubt um, I, have no, I have no doubt because you know they they fumbled twice in practice, and people right. said they couldn't tell if it was the handoff hand or there or was whatever. something going on, but the fact that Gibson was involved in the play
1: <laughs> right right, right
0: uh, with, without a doubt. I mean, yeah, that makes people question it right
1: and and i I think you know, going back to Carson, uh Scott Turner. He's got a quarterback in Carson Wentz who naturally likes to go downfield. Carson likes to I'm not going to say gamble, but he likes to push it. He likes to make plays. He's not he's not Alex Smith that that will check down on everything. Right. So, you've got a quarterback that has no problem opening things up. Put the receivers in positions, run some routes, run picks. I mean, For Really, I think Washington, from what I see compared to the teams that we play, we run less pick plays and less quick slants and things that other teams are doing that get their players open. It seems like we don't even try
0: that nearly as much. We look very vanilla. Our offense looks very vanilla compared to other teams. Other teams are running things like, man, that was cool. Oh right. man! Did that, that, you see that one play? Right, create a mismatch. Our guys are just hey, go down here, run a five, come back. Right. You go long, and you just do back here and do wide receiver screen. Right. And if that works, we'll see what happens. It, it's very basic, very vanilla, and so. But but I but I think Scott's gonna gonna be a little more creative.
1: Well, I hope he knows. has it in him. Um, if if we don't see it this year, then we're not going to see it. 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 And I'm not saying we can't win. But if we're if we don't see it this year, we're not going to see it at Agreed. A, at
0: a Scott Agreed.
1: Agreed. So uh, that's that. Those are kind of my main concerns. I mean, I th- again, this is this kind good. of kind of a hashtag prove it type of thing. Um, I think Washington will have a successful year this year. I, at hmm. what point? I don't know. Oh, it, it's still early, too early to tell. But, but we don't predict. Okay. Oh no, no, not no not, not No, yet. No, not yet, no, huh? no, no. Okay. okay. No. okay. Uh, that's coming though. That will be. That will be. That's that's you know, when when you start hearing this, you know, will, you know, what's your name? What's your number? <laughs> um Oh my god. I know everybody's ready for that, man. <laughs> Are they? Yeah. Yeah. You, you step they? up to the mic. Oh my I'm, god. I'm I'm Reggie and I think that <laughs> we're gonna win.
0: Woo. <laughs> when I get ready games. to get my prediction, I don't need that song. You don't man. need that? Okay. I
1: do not. Well that, that Technically, that song is for your number, getting ready for. I, each I feel game. you. I feel you, but yeah. that, could drop at any moment there. <laughs> as 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 we just noticed. As we just noticed, yeah. <laughs> you know, our <there> in, <laughs> our intern at the uh, at the soundboard, he he gets a little happy sometimes.
0: <laughs> so, uh, and anything you uh, need to cover here, I think we kind of. Oh, no, man, it's good. It's good. Good. Good concerns here. I think they're valid. I don't think anything is an overreaction um to this team and where we are. Uh I know we can be knuckleheads sometimes, but I think we're very fair. Yeah. We're very fair. But um uh, I, I think these are valid man and I think we like, we still have a few more weeks. We can't lose fact that Carson Wentz is in a fairly new offense. He's working with new receivers, new new offensive line, new coordinators. So there are some there will be some bumps, some hiccups and and but give give the guy a chance to work through these things, man. So I, I think we'll be fine. I, I I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, but but I am ready for September eleven, man. I'm ready, ready to get this thing going. Yeah, me too, me too.
1: And and, and to help us get a little excited, uh, a little bit different out, you know, music going out here, man. You know, <laughs> we're, we're we're changing the words. It sounds like this year, but we're gonna still hear this. The band is back. I'm not singing it. That's okay. But Knucklehead nation, let's ride <laughs> <laughs> until next week. Let's ride. Peace out, Knuckleheads. Peace out.